0: Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, we are back for your favorite time of the week. That's right, it's me. It's your two-time, two-time Courage Pro Wrestling commentator of the year, Clowny Jay, is back in the house. Thank you very much for joining me today. Hope everyone is staying safe. <clears throat> Sorry, truth be told, just did a pretty good bong hit. Uh, go along with my Jagermeister. I'm sure you'll see a behind the scenes photo popping up. But hey, Thank you very much for joining me this week. Our guest today, of course, is the Courage Pro Wrestling uh, co-owner, my broadcast partner, my homie. Josh will be with us in the house, and that, of course, will be just in a couple of moments. Let's talk a little bit about what we got going on besides our interview with Josh. Uh, last week, we did release another free match Friday that had the Bone Crusher Steve Brown challenging Sabrina Kyle once again for the CPW Heavyweight title. If Steve Brown cannot defeat Sabrina Kyle in that match, he will not get another one-on-one opportunity. So, you know, let's hope things went well for the Bone Crusher. Tune into the Courage Pro Wrestling YouTube channel if you haven't already checked that one out. Now, before I get down to Josh, let's uh, get a couple of plugs out of the way here. Of course, my boys, So Sick Social Club, just released their new music video and album... The album is called Panic Chapter, it is available wherever you bump your music, wherever you spin it, you can pick that up as soon as you're done listening to my podcast at New video, never, it's on YouTube, cranking out the views, shout out to fagolovers.net for plugging that for us as well. Speaking of things that get plugged, uh, Tyler Arrow, you know, not him as a person, but uh, arrows, plugging, you know how it goes. Tyler did release his creator Wrestler self on uh, WWE's 2K19 or 20. Uh, you have to check with him to see which one that is, but his caught is available for your download. I've seen it. It looks dope. Got that Airstrike t-shirt on it that we talked about. Also, shout out to my boys over at Tad Talks, their YouTube channel. Always putting us over hard. Gotta return the favor. Shout out to Tad. And last shout out before we get into the interview with Josh. Uh, Timothy Crane, Courage Pro Wrestling superstar, does have a Redbubble account for his merchandise. So check out Timothy Crane's shop at Redbubble. You know, pick up a t-shirt, help the guy out. We're all going through a little bit of a rough time. With that being said, with all that in mind, let's jump right into it. Let's talk to the boss man himself. Let's roll a little dirty and we'll talk to Josh. Josh. Hey, buddy. How are you? Not bad. How are you doing?
1: I'm hanging in there.
0: (laughs) Good to hear. Well, hey, thank you very much for joining us for episode two of our official Courage Pro Wrestling podcast. It is, of course, a pleasure to have you on.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been looking forward to this since I heard you were starting the official Courage podcast.
0: Well, you know, I wanted to give something back to our fans. You know, we're going through this downtime right now. We don't know how long it's going to last. I figured we'd do something to get some content out to the people.
1: I couldn't agree more. The episode last week with uh, Tyler Arrow was very, very well. Uh, I listened to it. I liked it. Got to put something out there for the fans in this downtime where there's, like, no wrestling if you're not WWE. Go for it. Drop some news. Um. So I know that Mac Henderson is diligently at work going through the Courage Pro Wrestling uh, back catalog to find some matches that have not seen the light of day. Um, if we if so, we don't run out of content for free match Fridays for all our fans. Oh,
0: excellent! That'll be awesome to see some old rare gems popping up.
1: Um, I know there's a match with, um, just to name one match that I know happened that I know, um, Justin wants to see put out at some point. uh was uh Fox Vineyard versus uh Scotty O'Shea from the First Ever Current Show.
0: Oh geez, those are the uh, before Clowny days.
1: Yeah, those are those are the before Josh days. <laughs>
0: Well, we will definitely get into talking about some of those days uh, on this episode. But, uh, you know, let's start off with uh, how are you holding up during this uh, whole COVID scare? How are you personally, you know, I, I know things are a little more difficult for you. You were a college student at the time. Uh, for those who don't know, you do have cerebral palsy. Uh, so how yeah. are you personally holding up, my friend?
1: Um, you know, what? <laughs> um besides seeing the same four walls like all day, every day and going a little Stir crazy. I'm good. Um, classes are continuing online. So there's that, but it's nowhere near the pace that I was at when I was attending physical class. So there's still a lot of downtime.
0: Well, I, uh, you know, besides the stir crazy, which I think a lot of people can relate to right now, it's good to hear you do have something to keep your mind occupied and going.
1: I, I do. I do. Um, You know, and besides that, I mean, Netflix is a great thing. Disney Plus is an awesome thing. And, you know, any of the wrestling content you can find or music or whatever tickles your fancy. There's enough stuff out there that should be able to keep you somewhat occupied.
0: Exactly. Hey, speaking of music, by the time this podcast comes out, of course, Panic Chapter, So Sick Social Club, it will be available on all platforms. Doesn't that come out tomorrow? It does come out tomorrow, yeah, and the uh, podcast itself comes out on Thursday.
1: So when the pod, by the time the podcast comes out, it will have came out yesterday. That's right. Ah, well, I should uh, for sure check that album out. As uh, if it's anything like any of the other show sick releases, it's gonna be a really good record. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Uh, and of course, you know, new music videos drop and there's one drop in the day of the album. And then there's the one in the future that I keep hyping up. that has got uh, Jake the Snake Roberts in it. So,
1: yeah, one of the newest members to the AEW roster.
0: Exactly. So that'll be a nice little boost in views for the So Sick Social Club videos, hopefully.
1: All right. Here's open.
0: <sighs> All right. So let's get into, uh, you know, you here now uh courage probe based in hamilton were you always a hamiltonian or are you Steel city born and bred i
1: was born at mcmaster university medical center in the west end of the city have lived here my entire life and probably will be hamilton dead <laughs> no
0: i i asked tyler this as well uh what area of the city do you claim is home
1: uh me right now i live in the northwest end of the city but i grew up uh on the East Mountain, I we actually went to the same high school as Tyler Arrow.
0: Oh, very cool. Little connection there.
1: Yeah. At at a different time, obviously. But yeah, I went to the same high school, being Sherwood secondary school.
0: Oh geez, we'll have to keep Tally out there and see how many Hamilton people came through from that area.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's uh, there's definitely a few. Now, growing
0: up, uh, what was your first introduction to pro wrestling? How'd you fall in love with the business?
1: Um, I think I have to give all of that props to my mom. Um, I think she rented me. It was either on VHS, either WrestleMania six, the Hogan versus Warrior main event, or WrestleMania seven with Warrior versus Savage in the career versus career match. Those are two of my first earliest memories of wrestling and I was hooked from the first second.
0: Did, did you have someone who was your guy, your team, growing up?
1: Um. Well, growing up, the first wrestling shows I remember physically going to that were WWF at the time at uh, the then Cops Coliseum, I remember leaving that show with an Ultimate Warrior t-shirt and a Bret Hart ball cap. And then I just, when Triple H debuted and went from the blue, the blue blood to the DX Triple H, he was my guy and still is to this day.
0: Which is kind of funny, you know, pattering Triple H as being bred as the future leader of a company, and here you are as a co-owner.
1: Hey, technically the whole Twitter handle is to pay homage to Triple H, but it was actually created by one of Courage's uh, talents, the grinder Mark Shaw
0: you know you gotta get a little more active on that twitter game my friend
1: i uh i know i had just messaged the the guy from ptbo earlier today um so trying to get a little more active in this uh weird time we're living in and of course
0: shout out to scott back up at uh ptbo wrestling <clears throat> Yeah yeah i I talked about doing a show number two soon uh i've already talked to him about uh doing you know uh doing our thing seeing what we can do to uh bring a little more courage pro action out here
1: we uh we actually had that conversation today
0: that's what i like to hear
1: so uh yeah um he's down for it i can speak for the courage and we're down for it it's just uh All about when's this going to end, this predicament we're in, and the logistics of it all, obviously.
0: Excellent. (laughs) Honestly, I'm fucking excited to hear
1: that. Yeah, I think Peterborough is a good secondary market, at the very least. They popped for the tag title change. Uh, I can't wait to see the rest of the show, like the rest of our fans. Um, I'm sure the rest of the show was off the rails.
0: It really was. And, uh, of course, if you tune into the Courage Pro Channel this WrestleMania weekend, uh, Mac was telling me from Mac Henderson Productions, of course, uh, was telling me that the entire show from Left Locks and Leg Drops will be going up on the air free to
1: watch. Right. So that'll be the second time and the second video that will have the tag team title match in it for those that have not seen it to this point. And I urge you, if you haven't seen that match, go watch it.
0: Oh yeah, fantastic match! You I, know, I go for it.
1: And then there's the little treat of uh you and Mize on commentary, which is different for the CPW fans. But uh, what the heck, you and Mize did a bang of job. Thank you. I know Mize
0: actually wants to be jumping on some podcasts with me in the future. So
1: <laughs> that that should be a banger of a podcast and. uh with all the fans, you never know when Mize might just pop into the booth on a show. Exactly.
0: Hey, look at the example we'll use. Uh, You know, back in December, you had to go rock a piss. Mize could have came on and covered for you then.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. You uh, you tried to cover that so well, too, on that show. And I was just like, screw it. I got I had to rock a piss. <laughs> I tried to kayfabe for you,
0: brother. Can you blame me?
1: no i I can't blame you, but uh you know we kind of got to the point where I just don't give a fuck like, no like whatever the matches in the ring were were dynamite I mean, um do I think I made a mistake with the layout of that show, probably, but you live and learn as they say.
0: I right, know, you know, we're talking, for, how, did, how the fuck did you get into promoting in the first place? And uh, here's a better question that a lot of, you know, indie promoters will ask out there. Why did you get into promoting?
1: Okay, so for me, it boils back to when I was 16 years old. <laughs> I was in an uh, entrepreneur class in high school. And we had to do an assignment over a business we would like to run. And from the word go, I told my mother that I wanted to run a wrestling school that also ran shows. Obviously, at 16, I didn't have the financial ability or the knowledge to do any of that.
0: Right.
1: But it was, I met Justin Graves, my co-author at Courage for Wrestling, when we were 11 years old in grades six and seven, respectively. And uh, we. Lost touch for a bit, but around high school, we reconnected there at the end, and um, he was training, actually, to become a wrestler at that time, and I had went to a couple of his training sessions with him up on the Hamilton Mountain uh, when he was training under uh, the Asian Nightmare Quan Chang, and uh, he was selling tickets for the local indie shows in the area, and I just was going as a fan at that point. And then about 2009, I believe, December 9th, myself, Justin, and a group of friends ran a charity show called Wrestling for Noah. And uh, it raised a lot of money for a boy who at the time had stage four cancer. Right. They didn't know if he was going to make it to that Christmas. And I can very happily say... He's still alive today, kicking ass, I think. Just started high school this year. Oh, geez. Yeah. So that's the feel-good story. Then Justin was on the street team for Alpha 1. And I wound up on the street team as well and, you know, attending every Alpha 1 show. Then they closed down for a very short spell. And Justin had the idea of starting a promotion. So myself and Justin had a conversation with Bill Chase. Um, And then Chris Francis got involved. uh, Brian Somerville, who purchases and purchased and provides all the video equipment for uh, Courage Pro, got involved and, uh, The grinder, Mark Shaw, was involved with Fringe Pro Wrestling back in the day. Um, I was involved for about a year and a half, and then we had a differencing of opinion, and me, Chris, and Brian left the promotion, and then Andy kept running it with a gentleman named Cameron Davidson until they closed down the promotion. And then I had distanced myself from all wrestling, unless it was on TV or it was Alpha One, to be completely honest. Right. After I left Fringe, I went to two more shows after that off theirs. I went to their very next show and then their very last show, which at the time I didn't know was going to be their last show. Um, right. And that was kind of a bitter, sweet pill to swallow. Because, you know, something he helped start is closing his doors. But I distanced myself after that from wrestling. I think I went to three or four Alpha One shows. I went to uh, Josh Alexander's retirement show that they had. Um, this was back when he thought his career was over. And I went to a show or two where Cody Rhodes was present. Yes, I was actually in attendance for those as well. And, uh, but that is literally all I had attended except for like the odd WWE house show and TV tapings in Toronto. And then the idea of courage got floated. Right. And I was originally involved with courage, but right before the first show, I bowed out because I couldn't, I didn't have the time nor the money. And I had a disagreement with the booker at the time. So I bowed out and they were running shows. Justin was involved, doing good. And then one night, I'm literally sitting in my living room about a year later, and I had just started a paralegal program at Mohawk College, and it's like one thirty in the morning, and my phone rings, and it's Justin on the other side, and he goes, "Uh, I need help." And I was like, "Oh." He's like, "So the person I was running courage with said they." can no longer do courage, but I don't want to stop. And I was like, okay, I've known you since I was 11. You're like one of my best friends. We'd had our differences. Right. And uh, I think I thought about it for all of a nanosecond and then was like, let's go. And uh, we went down and Registered the Courage name for the business. Um, and then came the task of, along with Mercy, one of our female wrestlers, of
0: have yeah. known for a long time, myself included.
1: Yeah, of who was going to do color commentary for my play by play. And I was throwing names out there of people that I knew I had done, I could do play by play with because I had done it with them before. Because Justin ran a charity show called Overcome Before All This. And uh, I did play-by-play for that show with Bill Chase. Right. And then uh, Mercy said, what about Clowny J? And I was like, that could work. Justin seconded. So it was like, all right, we'll give it a shot. And well, you know what they say about the rest, right? (laughs)
0: The rest is two-time award-winning history.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Two-time award-winning history, and I'm a a one-time third-place award winner, but uh, that's kind of what happens when you own the company and can't nominate yourself for an award. Very true, and you know, we've already had two
0: guest commentators come on with me this year, The Mize and of course Veda Scott, who you'll hear on Free Match Friday coming up this week, so who knows what the placements will be for next year? I'll
1: uh, Probably fourth or fifth or whatever, the lowest number is that there can be, but you know what, I'm okay with that, I'm okay with the running dialogue of you being the whatever award winning commentator of the year and me being dead last. I'm okay with that because obviously being one of the people that is responsible for things with courage, I can't make it all about myself.
0: Very true. Now let's talk about some of them early days. You know, uh, we jumped around a lot Uh, from your early days of booking. What really stands out to you as, okay, this is, this is not only fun, but something I want to continue. Was there a certain match or moment looking back on that? You're like, okay, I'm in this for the long haul now.
1: That actually, for me, happened in December. Like, this past December. um, I always loved wrestling. I always loved the the mental idea of, would these two guys gel together? And, you know, sometimes if they have a natural built-in dislike for each other or a natural chemistry, matches are great. But when I got to sit there and watch... Mike Forte, Josh Alexander, and uh, All Eagle Ethan Page versus T- Tyler Arrow. It was like, holy cow, these are great matches. The show's awesome. I finally was like, I think we're achieving something here with the entire Courage staff. And I think that was the first moment where I was actually like, I can sit back and enjoy this.
0: Right, where you really felt the, the the stress was worth the payoff. I mean, for me. There has been times where I've seen you about ready to pull your damn hair out.
1: What, <laughs> it, it, it happens. It happens. Um, but, you know, when the fans are on their feet and making a whole bunch of noise, whether they're cheering or booing or voicing their displeasure or their pride in any other way, you've, you're doing something right. And my, my top three matches of Kirch Pro right now, and I'm a little guilty of you know being biased, but and I'm not putting them in any order because they're just my three of my favorite matches were Josh Alexander, Mike Forte, Tyler Arrow, Ethan Page, and definitely Tyler Arrow versus the Blade.
0: Funny enough, those would definitely be probably my top three, or at least in my top five as well. Like getting to sit there and call those damn matches was an honest to fucking god treat.
1: Uh, it totally. It's 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 one of those things, and like when you get to sit there and you get to witness the magic that close, because we're literally what five feet, if that sometimes. So, like five feet ish, and you get to witness the magic that two people or multiple people are creating in the ring. It's a different standpoint, and I kind of like the whole um, thing where you know, the odd time you're like, because we all know you're pro Empire. Of course, you think they're the best thing since sliced bread, and you're entitled to that.
0: If you don't, you know, it's not that you're entitled to your opinion, not entitled to your opinion, it's just your opinion's wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? They are They are gelling into a good tag team more and more every day. They did lose in Peterborough to Airstrike. Um, you can call it a fluke all you want, but when this whole situation we're in is over, you can be damn sure those two are going to cross paths again.
0: As we heard from Tyler Arrow last week, he's looking forward to crossing paths with Matt and JT one more time.
1: Yeah, I think the fans are looking forward to it. And I know uh, myself and Justin are definitely looking forward to it. I mean, I'm not going to speak for you. You have your own voice and you're present right now. And I'm thinking you're looking forward to it too. And like, but I, who knows what situations these two teams are going to find themselves in.
0: No, okay. We're talking situations here. Uh, You know, first off, I will say to go back to the blade, Tyler Arrow, I said on commentary, one day Tyler Arrow will be a champion here in CPW. I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I'm just saying I'm never wrong.
1: uh, I remember that because we made a point, both of us, after you said it on commentary, and if people watch it back, you can hear me say to you, what day is it today? Let's mark that down.
0: Date and time
1: we marked down. Yeah, because uh, I think we both felt it after that match. The small hall there at the RHLI was alive for those two. And, you know, seeing them applaud Arrow the way they did after. Mm -hmm. you, You just knew that the young man was building himself into a great star. And I'll never forget when I approached him and said, You're going one on one with Ethan Page. <laughs> I, I think, like, the kid was going to have a heart attack or crap himself. <laughs> the look on his face was just like, You're kidding, right? No. But I mean,. You know, they deliver, whether it's singles or tagging, they deliver every time. And I can honestly say most of our roster delivers really well every time.
0: Okay, now let's talk about uh, some of the roster here. Uh, we've got a lot of great young, up and coming Ontario talent, you know, uh, mixing in with some great veterans. You know, we've seen former WWE Tag Team Champion Spirit Squad have come through. We've seen AEW's The Blade come through. NXT star uh, Robert Strauss has come through. Is there anyone currently on the independent scene that you personally want to see brought into CPW?
1: So that I want to see brought in? Yeah. Oh jeez! I know, I know, he's in Hamilton a lot, working for Alpha One. But uh, Ricky Shane Page, Danhausen Warhorse, um, uh, maybe Mark Wheeler again one day. I know what
0: what about of the young up and coming stars of the scene oh. uh, the new hot prospects who who do you like that's out there right now that we wa- that we should be trying to reach out to in your opinion
1: um that's young well yeah, a, a gentleman that was in the rumble uh the hot the hot stepper I fucking love him <laughs> that kid and I don't know how old he is but I'm pretty sure he's a kid compared to me he's got a different look different gimmick and it got over it's a different style as
0: well like you can look around during that match you can actually get a peak shot of the balcony fucking josh alexander was popping like hell for his shit
1: and if you got a guy like josh alexander popping for you yeah you're doing something right (laughs)
0: Now, what about some of the young kids that we've already uh started booking on shows? Uh, who do you see connecting with the fans currently?
1: Um, I'm a big fan of Evan Greenaway. Um, right. I think his showing in the Rumble was awesome. Um, obviously, the ending didn't exactly go his way. That's why the uh two fall matchup with Justin Sane was booked for March twenty second. We all know why that hasn't happened yet. But uh, I think Evan Greenaway will hold championship gold at some point in CPW before the end of the calendar year.
0: Wow. Big Big statement right there.
1: Well, you know what? Whether he wins the number one contendership to the CPW championship, which is currently held by Sabrina Kyle, Right. Or he goes up against Rip Impact, who is the new holder of the Hamilton Heritage Championship. He's gonna give either one of them a good match and a run for their money. But as fans I as fans of wrestling as I am and you are, we cannot forget about one gentleman in CPW, and that's the man that holds a contract. To cash in for a championship match at any time, easy e Eric Kearney.
0: The man with perhaps one of the most catchy entrance themes there is. Oh, jeez.
1: You hear that thing once during a show and you're dreaming of it for a week. <sighs>
0: very true uh okay let's uh shift focus just for a minute here uh in cpw we've seen barbed wire we've seen a couple of dog color matches uh who's you know we were just talking about guys like josh alexander taking on mike forte how do how do we go from that to the old ecw style where's that influence coming from
1: um honestly and the hell
0: going on with that gore park title
1: uh the gorepro title is currently held by um aiden rain um he will defend the championship again when we get off this situation we're in um he will defend it i mean nobody can defend the titles right now unfortunately I wish they could but uh nobody can and uh right. Uh,
0: for me coming out of that uh, show in December, when he won that title, as we went even into February, that title seemed to be the forgotten stepchild of CPW.
1: Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to say it's the forgotten stepchild. He accompanied Mark Shaw to the ring during the rumble and, uh wreaked a little bit of havoc was involved in a few eliminations and management has taken notice. And, uh, Management will make a ruling when we are able to have shows again on the Core Park Championship, but it will be defended.
0: Excellent. Even I started thinking it was forgotten about when we had no plans for it in March, right? So I had to, point, um, I had to ask.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the mad scientist brain is always working, so you can never say that we never had plans for it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, just plans that didn't come down to, to my earshot yet.
1: That's uh that's true. Um, but you know what? You gotta look at the cards, and you know, sometimes you can only have six to eight matches on a card. You can't book everybody every time.
0: That's true. We do have a heart out for the building.
1: We we do. We do. As much as I'd love to have, you know, a marathon show all day, um, but without <laughs> one running right after us. We kind of have a hard out so they can go. And, I mean, I think that those full days of CPW to Alpha One wrestling, that whole day, I think, is your best value for your dollar.
0: For sure. And the championships. Uh, we were about to introduce a women's title.
1: Yeah, we were. Obviously... The all-woman show, which was scheduled for April 19th, is the second half of a doubleheader, along with uh, Steel City Social Club. We'd like to thank uh, SoSic for the a- ability to use that name. Obviously, both those shows were postponed. Uh, I can assure all the fans that the March show and the two April shows will happen. There will be a women's champion crown. That is still a plan. And, uh, the Steel City Social Club name for a show will happen this year.
0: No, uh, I, I'm not sure. You can t- just flat out tell me no. Uh, are there any names that you can reveal that were going to be in that tournament? <laughs> um, Give me an exclusive here.
1: All I'm going to say is a couple girls from the States, a couple local girls, and, you know, with the show being pushed back, you never know who might be able to appear.
0: Excellent. Nice little tease there. Uh, all right. So we've talked tag titles, hardcore women's. We mentioned Rip and the Hamilton Heritage title. Uh, who do you see as, you, you know, the next the, the next prospect?
1: The next prospect?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, those uh, people say the mid-card title is the the belt you win to help shine you up before you move on to the big division. Who do you see as your next project, perhaps?
1: Hmm. Evan Greenaway or Safe Travis?
0: <laughs> Travis is going to pop like hell. I know he listens to this show.
1: You know what? He's small. He's quick. But he reminds me of... A really young Rey Mysterio.
0: Right. Well, uh, I would even throw a little Spike Dudley in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, the smaller guys that really don't have a lot of meat to them, even though Ray does now. Um, but, I mean, like, you had Spike Dudley, who was never really a big guy. He was short. He was never really overly heavy. But for some reason, that crowd loved him. They loved to love him when he was a face and they loved to boo him when he was a heel.
0: That's the that fucking heel run where he was managing Bubba and Devon on SmackDown. Yeah, where he was
1: uh, the boss SmackDown. Yeah. That yeah. was that, that was definitely good. Um Travis is definitely He's definitely got a bright future. I mean, we saw him in the Rumble, he did well. Uh Big Junior, who is at ringside with Justin Sane, that that man should have a bright future. Right, because he's a big boy.
0: He is. Um, Um, The two of them in the ring together. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! And uh, I'm sorry, Travis, if I just signed your death warrant there.
1: No, no, you didn't sign his death warrant. Not not in the least. Um, You know, pain is coming. The things that have been out on Facebook and Twitter, that pain is coming, was coming March 22nd. Pain is still coming.
0: The pain is prolonged, but it's still coming.
1: It's still coming. And uh, I can honestly say that... When Ping does arrive, Ping will have to prove that he belongs. At CPW, we open the door, we give opportunities. It's up to you what you do with it.
0: Awesome. So we only had the one fan question coming for you today. I think it's going to become the referring fan question for every podcast. Yeah, but I got—I got. It's a controversial opinion. Okay, is a dog, is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, yeah. Just flat out. Yeah, it, it's meat between two pieces of bread, essentially.
0: <laughs> Stick your meat in a couple of buns. Call it a sandwich.
1: Sure, sure.
0: I got a new term for anal, my friend.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, hey.
1: We all like that every once in a while, right? It's all good.
0: <laughs> all right, buddy. Do you have anything special you want to plug? Anything uh, social media? Anything you want to just shout out to the
1: people? Um, at CPW, H on Twitter. Uh, hit me up there for any of your match ideas or talent ideas, and uh, we'll see what we can make happen. Uh, to all our fans, check out the upcoming Free Match Fridays. They promise not to disappoint. Um, check out SoSic Social Club's album, which dropped yesterday. And uh, check out anything Clowny J does. Um, he'll definitely keep you entertained during this time. And uh, if you are a wrestling fan... There's lots of wrestling on the inter- internet or uh, TV to watch. And uh, be safe out there and uh, keep yourselves motivated. And when we're able to run shows again, I expect to see a packed Romania club.
0: Excellent, brother. Like, thank you very much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you. It was a blast. All
0: right. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. What a fucking interview. That was a great time I had talking with Josh. It's always a good time talking to my broadcast colleague. I really do appreciate Cripple H himself taking some time out from his schoolwork and spending that half an hour just shooting the shit with me. You know, we got to know him a little bit more. So we got a little bit more of an insight of what goes on in that mad scientist brain. Now, before we wrap things up, I do want to shout out my boys. Of course, we did talk about them. Empire you can pick up their t-shirts now on Pro Wrestling Tees. So check out Pro Wrestling Tees and look up Empire. Pick yourself up one of them t-shirts. Now, next week's guest is going to be a fun one, I think. We did talk about him a little bit on the show today. We got Safe Travis coming on next week, so we'll find out exactly what is and what isn't safe and how things are going on in his world. We got future guests as well. I just confirmed today that we will have Laurel Cassidy on for our first female guest. That'll be not next week, but the week after that. Laurel's going to come on. We'll find out all about her. This week's Free Match Friday, of course, is coming up. It's going to be CC Moss and Rex Atkins taking on Warhead and Mercy. Now, this is a special one, not just because of those who are involved, but the one and only Veda Scott joined me for commentary on this one. So it'll be nice to hear another voice, you know, someone else that can contend for that commentator of the year. We'll knock Josh down to a participation ribbon if we can. With that being said, my friends, I want you to stay happy, stay healthy, keep washing your hands, bump So Sick Social Club wherever you get your music, watch the video on YouTube, stay safe, but most importantly, motherfuckers, stay sick.